Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. What would it look like if you took God on a date, if you planned a special time for just you and God? Does that sound like a weird thing to do? Well, it might, but it could also be the key to unlocking a new season of spiritual growth and fervor and excitement for you. So before you write off this idea, make sure you listen to the whole episode. Now, taking God on dates is something that I've incorporated in my life over the last decade and has made a huge impact, not just in uh, revitalizing and keeping my relationship with God fresh, but also drawing me into a new level of intimacy that would not have been possible without them. And whenever someone is like taking God on a date, that sounds really weird. Who would do that? I love to point to Mark chapter one, verse 35, where we get a glimpse in some special quality time that Jesus set aside to spend with God. And that this actually is something that he is known for and is noted multiple times in the gospels. And in Mark 1, 35, says, in rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus departed and went out to a desolate place where he prayed. So the day before he had just got done healing a lot of people, the day coming up, he's about to go heal some more. So he's right in the break of his ministry. And what does he do? He takes God on a special breakfast day early in the morning where they can have uninterrupted quality time. And this is something that we see Jesus do over and over and over again. Anytime he's about to make a big decision, He spends quality time with God, what we are framing as a God date, specifically for the purpose of drawing near to God, of seeking out God's wisdom, God's will, God's purposes, and also to align his heart with God's. And ultimately, taking God on a date is an opportunity for you to do something special with a special someone in your life. That's what dates are. Whenever I plan a date or uh, put together a date for my wife and I, that's the goal. That's the purpose. We're going to do something out of the ordinary, out of the norm, that's just for us. And so when you're thinking about taking God on a date, that's all it is. You're just planning a special occasion for just you and God to go and connect and uh, to just enjoy that relationship. Enjoy the fact that you get to have a relationship and a connection with the creator of the universe, which is pretty cool. So now let me walk you through how I actually plan my God dates. And they don't have to be super involved. They don't have to be like multi-day events. It can simply be an hour. But there are a couple key things that I've found that have helped me not just fully commit to the idea of taking God on a date, but also visualize the fact that I am there with God on a date. So I love food. I love eating food. I love tasting food. I love trying food. And so typically on a God date, I will incorporate some kind of food. Back when I was in college, there was a pizza place that I loved to go to that had $2 cheese slices. And so I would go and I would just get a bunch of really awesome pizza and then go out to a park somewhere where I could be alone, somewhere where I wouldn't necessarily worry about people looking at me weird while I was talking out loud to myself. And I would take my pizza and I would take multiple chairs or I would take a big blanket and lay it down on the ground, enough space for two people. And while that might sound like kind of weird, like why would you take two chairs? God doesn't need a chair. The chair wasn't necessarily for God. Having a chair next to me simply represented the fact that I was interacting with God and engaging with God as if he was right there with me, that I would imagine, I would visualize that God was sitting in the chair next to me. 
And the reason that was powerful is because it took my prayer, my conversation from me kind of speaking into the universe into a much more intimate setting of me speaking to the person sitting right next to me, which is something that feels much more natural. It's something that we do often, right? Whether it's at work or at home or at church, we're engaging with someone is usually face to face. It's it's in close proximity. And so just setting up an empty chair next to me makes me feel closer to God because then when I'm talking, I'm not speaking again into the the far reaches of the universe. I'm just talking right next to me, to God right next to me. And then when I go, I might have some things that I want to do, but I don't necessarily have an agenda that I will carve out time, a certain amount of time to go and take God on a date. But then when I'm there, I just let the conversation flow. Whatever I feel like God is putting on my heart, whatever I feel like he's speaking into my life, things that I'm learning, things that I'm observing. Uh, I'm not trying to necessarily make like really serious spiritual progress in like wrestling with sin or things like that. It's really just an opportunity to have fun, to enjoy God's presence, to enjoy spending time with God and to love the fact that we get to have that kind of interaction where I can, and and the big takeaway whenever I go on a God date is this, I just want to walk away from that date falling deeper into love with God, that I walk away fully convinced that, man, my life is epic and awesome and I wouldn't trade it for anything, that following Jesus is the best decision I have ever made. And I'm so grateful that I don't have to go through life alone, but that God is with me every step of the way. If I can walk away with that level of energy and confidence, that it, it, it's impossible to keep that from carrying over into every other aspect of your life. So you could plan a God date on your back porch in the morning before everybody wakes up in your household. You could go somewhere. You could go on a retreat into the woods, to the beach, to the mountains, to a lake, wherever you feel like you connect with God. You can uh, do it with food, without food. You could do it with chairs, with a blanket, whatever it is. Whatever you can reasonably do, plan something in the next couple of weeks where it's like, I'm just going to create this really fun quality time with just me and God, and we're just going to enjoy being together. It feels weird when you're doing it the first time. I'm just going to let you know. It sounds weird when you explain it to other people. But once you start getting in the habit of doing this, you're going to realize really quickly, wow, there is power in treating my relationship with God with this level of intimacy, of not just saying that God is an ATM that I make spiritual withdrawals from when I have requests, prayer requests, things I want God to do in my life. And he's not some distant uh, entity being that doesn't really care for me in my daily struggles. But having these God dates, having these special times with God really makes God real, makes him tangible, makes him feel close. And that closeness is really going to give you confidence as you move forward in your life and help you break through any spiritual funkiness you could be dealing with. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.